All right, we're back. Episode three of Bogies and Beer, and this is going to be a little bit of a trial episode. If I'm being honest with you, this is going to be a lot different. One, I don't know how long it's going to be. Two, it has nothing to do with the coverage of golf. And three, it really doesn't have to do with, uh, you know, just golf talk. No, this is a golf story. And it's the first time I've really ever done something like this. It's like a storyteller. Um, but it's, it's about golf. And because this is the perfect, you know, this, this podcast, like I said, it's not one of those sniffly, um, absolute button-up golf podcasts. No, it's kind of just your common man's golf podcast. So I think anyone, whether you're a golf fan or not, now you're going to be able to get into this podcast. You're going to be able to understand, this, understand the, uh, where the entertainment comes from, I guess. Because this story, it's a, uh, now it's a story that I feel like a lot of people um, have heard almost about golf. It's, 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 it's weird to say that out loud because I literally know the golf club and a guy that was in the foursome that this story happened to. So it's a little weird for me because I've heard it other places. And I'm like, it's, it's unreal how the story has traveled and it's probably happened. I don't know, maybe a decade ago, to be honest, it's not really a new story or anything like that, but it's awesome. It, it is. It's, it's got the whole, holy shit factor and everything like that. So Yeah, again, this is going to be, it's new territory for me, so let me know what you think. Give me some feedback on this episode, Um, and yeah, if you want to hear more things like this, because, you know, we all, all of us, all of us golfers have done some crazy stuff, seen some crazy stuff, heard about some crazy stuff that happened on the the course, Um, and yeah, sometimes those stories are, are just, are just better than talking about you know, the, the Heritage Classic or the Honda Classic or, or the Valspar Championship, anything like that. No, sometimes it's like, yeah, let's talk some, let's let's talk about a golf story, right? Sometimes you're just feeling that. So I do want you guys to let me know if you like this format. Um, this is probably going to be like episode three, golf story number one. And it's called uh, The Hole in One You Never Got. So, and I just titled that. We might change the name. I don't know. But we can get right into it. And uh, and I'm hoping this can turn into a little bit of a series. If you guys have any golf stories, any golf stories that that bring some sort of comedic value or just absolutely holy shit value at the end of it, like this one does, or any sort of entertainment, I want you guys to DM me them as best you can. Um, if you need to send a video or something of you talking, just because it's easier for you to say it, send it to ride the wave golf at gmail.com. Um, because these golf stories, this is now the first one we're doing. It's only the third episode, but obviously the master, it's, it's tough to follow a master's episode, right? So we're going in a different direction here. We're going a different direction and I want you guys to get involved too. So if you do have awesome golf stories, if you do, I'm, I'm, I'm begging you now, if we're going to make this little series within bogeys and beer a thing, we need your help. So if you do have some, uh, golf stories, feel free to DM me on Instagram, um, ride the wave golf. You can send it to me personally, FGuyBoston. Or if it's a long one, you want to type it out or anything like that, you want to send in a video, maybe we can feature your audio, ridethewavegolf at gmail.com. So without further ado, let's get into the hole-in-one you never got. All right, and like I said, this is a, you know, it's not a personal story. It wasn't in a foursome I was in, but it's a story that maybe you might have you might have heard. Of. I don't want to say it's super popular. It's not like the golf story, no, but you may have heard of this. And, uh, I will, I will say that, uh, it, 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 it's wild. So what happened was, all right, so this, there's the, I might spice it up too, to give it some entertainment value. 
All right, picture a nice little, uh, you know, Twilight League. Twilight League, got four guys come over, play a little golf after work, right? Let's name them Jim, Tom, Fred, and Mike. All right, they're playing in a league. It's just metal. They're just seeing who gets sore. The, 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 the format they're playing isn't important. They get to a par three. They get to a par three, and this is, say, say it's on the eighth hole. All right, the eighth hole, the sun is starting to set. Again, this is a Twilight League. These guys just got finished work. They're heading over. The sun's starting to set. And it's a little dark out. Eighth hole, they got, they got you know, 25 minutes left of sunlight maximum before it's pitch black. So I don't even want to say sunlight. 25 minutes left of light. Jim tees off. All right, see where that went. These guys can barely see their ball, right? It's a little, you know, every, every golfer knows this, this time of day that I'm talking about where it's, you can kind of see, but it's tough to see where your ball's going. Jim tees off. He puts it in the middle of the green. Not going to have a tough time finding that one. Mike tees off. All right. Front right bunker. He saw where his went to. Fred then tees off. Fred thinks he hit it well. Didn't exactly see where it went. All right. Did not see where it went. Then we got Tom. Tom tees off, and, you know, he shanks, and he knows they're and it went three feet in front of him. All right, so these guys walk up, go to find their balls. Now, we know one's in the bunker. We know one topped right in front of them. We know one middle of the green. Now, Fred's walking around. He's like, Hold, what? I thought I hit mine well, too. It's not on the green. It's not on the green. You know, they go check the ball. No, yeah, Jim, that's you. Titleist, too? Titleist, too? That's you, all right. Hmm. So now they're looking around. You know, the shanked ball, yeah, they pitches his way up. He's on the green now, too. They're looking around for it. Fred's like, I can't find my ball. Now, I want you to picture tall arborvitaes. If you don't know what those are, like, picture really skinny Christmas trees, probably 10 feet high. They're on a lot of golf courses around green. So, so Fred makes his way back there, and he's the one that we don't know where his ball is. We don't know where Fred's ball is. So Fred's walking around. He's looking around. It's getting dark out now, too. And they've probably been looking for, I don't know, five to ten minutes, which on a part of three, that's pretty, uh, that's, that's pretty long because it's like, hey, we should see where this goes no matter what. You can see the green from where you are. There's no sort of shanking it into the woods or anything like that. So Fred's moseying around. Jim, Tom, and Mike, they're up by the green waiting for him now, too, or they're looking, in, they're looking to the sides of the green and everything like that. Fred all of a sudden yells, hey, guys, found it. Now, remember, he's in the Arborvitaes. These arborvitaes, these trees, I guess, like the bushes. I'll call them bushes for the sake of this. They're just, you know, bordering the back of the green, you know, 10 feet off the green. There's some rough downhill. So, yeah, it's very possible. Um, so it looks like Fred's shot bounced onto the green, hit the downslope, and just rolled into the mulch with the arborvitaes. Dark out again, so it's hard to see. Fred yells up, hey, guys, I got it. And they're like, all right, sweet. So everyone makes their way onto the green. Fred chips up. And they're putting. And now, uh, you know, all them two putt. We're just common golfers here. No one makes birdie, right? But uh, Jim's the first man in, and he now looks down into the hole. He made his putt. Everyone else, there's three balls on the green. One's in the hole. It's Jim's. But there isn't one ball in the hole. There's two balls in the hole. And they're thinking, what? Jim's like, I, I don't know. Hey, what, what happened? And then all of a sudden, you see it on all of their faces. All of their faces just go, Oh, Jesus. They look at Fred, and Fred's red as a, I don't know, a watermelon. He's red. He's embarrassed. That shot that Fred just, hey, guys, I found over in the trees. Not his ball. 
he actually put a ball down and said he found it because he couldn't find his ball. You know how there's two balls in the hole? Yeah, that was Fred's original ball. Fred, not his real name, teed off. You couldn't see where the ball went. It's an elevated green, right? The ball went in the hole. They never checked the hole. These guys never checked the hole. They never even conceived that it could happen. But now you have Fred that got a hole in one, but he cheated on the same hole. The original shot, the legitimate shot was a hole in one, but he broke golf's biggest rule and hits no cheating. <laughs> Practically the biggest rule in every sport. But golf, you we all know golf has this, this absolute golfer etiquette. It's a gentleman's game, an honor sport, everything like that. And Fred broke it. And not only did he break it, he didn't just get caught cheating. No, the way he got, got caught cheating was because his first ball was at the damn hole. It was a hole-in-one. That's the hole-in-one he never got. Now, I'd like to say this guy was kicked out of the club, never allowed in the league or anything like that again. Not sure it's happening to, quote, Fred now. But picture yourself in that situation. Not necessarily the offending party, but picture yourself being in that foursome. Because I know, common golfers, we all have played a couple pocket balls here and there, right? And then, you, you know, probably when we were younger, hey, I found my ball when everyone knows you cheated. Well, this was dark. No one knew that Fred had cheated until they found his first hole-in-one ball. That was the hole-in-one that Fred never got. Because he cheated. I don't even know if Fred ever played golf again, to be honest. Crazy. Now, if you don't like that story, I don't know if you got a golf pulse. Because that's like a, oh my god. Imagine yourself never having a hole-in-one before. You do have a hole-in-one, but you never checked the hole, and you cheated in front of people. It's not like Fred was out there playing as a single, and he, and he oh shit, I had a hole-in-one, but I also cheated. No. He was playing not only with, with a group of guys in a league at a private golf club. Damn. The hole-in-one he never had. <laughs> 